0: You're listening to Make It Thrive, the company culture podcast. I'm your host, Lizzie Benton, culture consultant and founder of Liberty Mind, and I want to inspire people to create unique company cultures where our human potential can thrive. In this podcast, I talk to organizations and employees about the impact of company culture. Together, we can make it thrive. Hi, and welcome to Make It Thrive. On this week's podcast, I talk to Charlotte Farrell, a consultant who has worked in varied corporate company cultures. So in today's talk, we discuss whether the culture in a corporate world can really be changed. Let's get started. Hi, Charlotte, and welcome to Make It Thrive. Tell us about your experience working in a corporate culture.
1: Hello, Lizzie. So, yeah, I've worked in several different corporate cultures, uh, ranging across different sectors over the last decade. Um, I've worked in organisational cultures with an inclusive approach to staff, um, with large amounts of kind of investments into individuals. And these businesses tend to have kind of a common purpose, which aligns to the business's key objectives. Um, And then I've also worked in cultures where there isn't such an inclusive approach. Um, These businesses tend to have kind of one sole focus, which is profitability and bottom line of the business. Uh, And although these businesses tend to reach their financial objectives, um, they do tend to have a higher turnover of staff, um, lack of loyalty, and kind of what I call a waiting for payday workforce, Um, I always find like ultimately the culture determines how work gets done Um, and having a positive culture is kind of never detrimental to a business.
0: Absolutely. I would 100% agree with you on that. So where do you believe, obviously you've mentioned about the different types of cultures, where do you think these stem from?
1: Uh, I think fundamentally a culture is determined based on behaviours of the people. So in my experience, this starts with the top of the chain, so i.e. directors, board members, senior managers. Uh, So their decisions and behaviours are then filtered down into the workforce, um, and that creates an environment. So whether that be positive or negative.
0: Absolutely. And I know you mentioned there, obviously, it starts from the top, which is something that I always discuss with a lot of companies. You know, you have to have an engaged team leader. You have to have the leadership on board before you do any kind of culture change. And I think sometimes it's really hard to find those organizations who are open minded to culture change, because there's sometimes that almost um, resistance to change that they've done things for a certain for a certain period of time and perhaps they're almost stuck in their ways do you think uh, especially a toxic culture can that be changed
1: oh my answer is kind of yes and no um I think you yes you can if you catch it quick I've worked in businesses that have such deep rooted toxic cultures um that unfortunately I don't I don't think that they can get out of them Um, but I think if you catch it quick, um, you know, a a toxic culture can be caused by Mm. literally one negative employee as Mm. the importance of having a people manager, HR departments are fundamental to ensure there's nothing damaging happening to the culture. Um, so yeah, so I think you can change it. I mean, employees have what's called a psychological contract with the business they work in. So it's not a written agreement, but it's a perception for each individual in their own mind on how this operates and so this is based on their experience and and how they view other employees being treated um i mean one example is you know for instance if a colleague is praised for a piece of work and is rewarded for instance with a weekend away another employee will work hard to try and achieve that same reward. however this also works the other way around um so if a staff member is treated unfairly for a minor mistake Um, then this can cause what's known as a fear culture um, and employees then tend to worry that they may experience the same treatment.
0: Yeah absolutely fear spreads so quickly and um you know we're we're human we're human and we have those emotions and those attitudes and behaviors that we we can pick up on these things so when we see unfairness it's it's really quite dangerous because it does create this ripple effect I find with you know loyalty and disengagement and and people soon start to look elsewhere
1: yeah and actually there was one business I went into um and people didn't talk like literally went in the morning I went in as, uh, you know, quite a senior member of the team um, and nobody talked to each other. And um, so I just yeah. literally overnight by having my positive energy coming into the business every morning. And I do things like I'd ask people what they thought of Love Island the night before and just kind of mm. human element. So even though I'm their manager, I am normal, I'm fair, I'm reasonable. And, um, yeah. and it was quite remarkable, really, how how quickly I, could, I turned things around.
0: Wow, that's amazing. It's amazing what you can do when you go in with that positive ethos and that energy, because it is about bringing your energy into that environment and that atmosphere. And I think it's really interesting because I was actually speaking to someone about this the other day about, you know, we try to measure culture so much and there's certainly things that you can measure and you can make very logical data driven decisions on. But sometimes you can just walk into an environment and know that the culture is good or bad. You can just pick up on on the emotions of people and the way people are acting or the way they're saying things. And you're just thinking, oh, this feels
1: a little bit uncomfortable. Massively. And it is amazing the ripple effect one kind of bad egg can have in an office. It really is quite remarkable.
0: Absolutely. So, Do you feel the importance of company culture is only adopted by particular sectors? For example, I work quite heavily within sort of creative industries, um, you know, sort of tech companies and um, advertising agencies people that I suppose are quite forward thinking with their culture, maybe because they're perhaps run by millennials, I don't know. (laughs) Um, But do you think that there's any particular sectors that are sort of, you know, resistant to, to culture change? Or is there any particular cultures that you think excel within sectors?
1: Yeah, I think from my experience, you know, some sectors do it better than others. Absolutely. Um like you say creative, the creative environments I have been in have always been the ones that, you know, champion, you know, the social budgets, having, you know, large Christmas parties, organizing breakfast for people in the mornings. Um I think, you know, yeah, I do think creative businesses do do that better. Um I, You know, I think that financial businesses that I've worked in tend to be a little bit more old hat. Um, And I do, you know, you look at companies like Google. I mean, they've just scrapped KPIs. Virgin, for instance, they don't have holiday policies. Um, These kind of companies are leading that vision for the future. Um, And I think if companies do not follow their lead, they are going to struggle, especially with the millennials. Because the millennials, in my experience, are not about the paycheck. They are about the flexibility. They're about being able to work from home one day a week. You know, they want opportunities. They want to learn. They want to be able to exercise in their working week. Um, So I think if, if, if modern day businesses are not keeping up with that, they are going to struggle.
0: Absolutely. No, I completely agree. I think it's one of those things where, you know, technology in the world is moving at such a fast pace at the moment. And you have to keep up, you know, your culture enables you to be more agile. And if you can't keep pace with the the culture and society around you, then your business is ultimately going to, to fail on that because the culture drives everything. And um, so I completely agree with that point that you've made. I know in regards to sort of corporate culture, it can get the the sort of, um, I suppose, the the tag of being quite restrictive, a lot of red tape, it can be quite stuffy. I know it gets that kind of reputation. Um, Would you say that's kind of quite relevant to cool corporate culture, those types of things? And how have you kind of managed in the experience of corporate culture that you've had to um, sort of flourish within those environments?
1: Yeah, I, I, I would tend to agree with that. It's not, you know, I mean, it's, it's evolving. It is evolving, and it, but it's evolving slowly. Um, and that's where people like me obviously come into play. Um, I think experience is kind of the first word that comes to my mind. I think my exposure to a variety of different companies, entrepreneurs, people, um, and being able to have those influencing skills at the top table um, has obviously served me very well. Um, I think I've also survived in, in, you know, difficult cultures by having some very clear personal boundaries. Um, yes. so I ensure my own personal objectives are being met. Um, I actually had a chairman once that coached I was quite junior, um, and he coached me through and I've taken it through the whole of my career, which is Charlotte, what is your agenda? What is your end game and how are you going to get there? And you're always going to come across people in work life that want to suppress you, that don't want you to do as well. Um, but you just have to have your ultimate aim and your goal. and that's kind of how I've um, yeah how I've you know worked and survived in these cultures
0: that's fantastic. I bet coaching really helped because I know I often say you know it's really good to have coaching within organizations as well especially for for leadership to help them ensure that they're being you know good leaders to the people within in the organization. Do you think coaching has really helped with that kind of purpose and vision that you've had like to carry that through?
1: Yeah, coaching is amazing. I've literally had so much self-help in my life and in the last <laughs> few years I have invested in NLP coaching. Um, Fantastic! Yes, yeah. coach. I see her once a month, um, and what I love about it is you don't you don't talk about the negative. You talk about your way forward. So we use the grow model a lot. Um, so what you know, what's my next goal? What's my next aim? Um, and we also work on things like I mean, this might sound this is a bit of a takeaway, but when I'm in environments that you know maybe aren't uh, aligned to my values. I sometimes even pretend I'm an, an extra in a movie. So, like, That's it, it's not my leading role. My leading role is what I was just talking about, which is my straight piece of road and where I'm going. But in order for me to play that leading role, I have to be an extra in other people's movies. Um, yes. And that might sound mad, but it just helps me to get through some days um, yes. and scenarios. Um, but I, you know, I think I also have an amazing ability to connect with all stakeholders. Um, and I'm a firm believer in accepting forgiving uh, and being able to move forward Um, so it's a great mantra like for survival and a bloody good sense of humor
0: <laughs> I love that that's such a practical takeaway I've never heard of that before but I think a lot of our listeners are going to be adopting that from now that on Charlotte that's amazing <laughs> so what would your advice be to others currently in this type of culture I know you've said about adopting that kind of mentality where you're in extra and you can think about your purpose but I know for example some people can feel quite stuck or not really know how to begin to change the culture so is there any advice that you would give people who are kind of struggling in the culture they're in
1: yeah i think look i mean i think that's very individual to each person isn't it um and i suppose it depends on kind of where they sit within the organization but yeah absolutely i mean there's just some really simple things that you can you can do i mean like and it sounds very simple but you can even introduce like a son of sound system you know having music in the office um can sometimes literally just change things overnight um, I think if somebody is passionate enough about changing culture, then you know they should absolutely be bringing it up with their manager on ideas that they have to make the working environment a nicer place, whether that's social outings, whether that's potentially peer to peer groups, so you know junior members of staff learning from other people you can have teach the teach the teacher um training in businesses so that you know people are learning from internal intellectual property. Um I think there's loads of different things you can do um I mean, on a personal level, I tend to analyze my working environment a lot um mm-hmm. again, this would kind of be another takeaway um i mean i've I've been surrounded by quite a stressful environments um It's obviously part and parcel of having senior roles um but I practice um I have a practice kind of where I buy list scenarios so scenarios that I'm experiencing, I'll put a T next to them if I feel they're toxic. And I'll put a P next to them if I think they're positive. So I label them. Um, and whichever has more tallies tells me whether I'm benefiting from that environment or I'm not. Um, and I suppose individuals could be doing that within businesses and then taking that to their managers or even doing that within a peer-to-peer group monthly or weekly. However, you know, depending on, on what their timeframes are, um, but they could do that and then uh, kind of put an action plan together based on those scenarios. Fantastic. That's very, very practical advice. And I love a
0: list. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. anything that includes list has got my uh, support.
1: Yeah, my <laughs> 100%. I am the lister of the family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ditto. That's fantastic. No, that's really helpful. And I think think we've covered some really practical takeaways because it is difficult when you're, especially in a culture that perhaps, you know, like you've said, doesn't maybe fit your vision or purpose for how you work or what your vision is in life. And you perhaps feel like, wow, how do I manage in this situation? Because perhaps they enjoy the actual work. And that's very difficult when you've got a situation where the, you enjoy the work that you're doing but actually the culture is impacting you and it's trying to get that balance right when you're in that environment
1: totally and look you know as human beings we change and what what one culture and environment might be right you know one year may not be right in six months time or six years time um, Absolutely. Go through changes. You know, women go on maternity leave, men go on paternity leave. People take sabbaticals. We take. We have different different journeys throughout our lives. Um, and so, what's right at one time might not be right at the next time. But we just, and that's why that kind of practical advice on the Ts and the Ps is, uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of analysing yourself every six months and making sure that you are in the right environment for you and what you're trying to achieve.
0: Absolutely. No, I think that's some very sage advice there, Charlotte. I really enjoyed that. So where can we find you, Charlotte, if we want to get some more information about what you're up to?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me at charlottefarrell.co.uk. There'll be more information there. um, And obviously, Facebook and Instagram, you can uh, link into there from my website.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Make It Thrive. If you do have any concerns about your culture or want to be inspired to create a unique company culture, we do have an ebook available on Liberty Mind, how to build the company culture you really want. And that's available in the resources section. So give that a download and a good read through to get some inspiration. Thank you so much again, Charlotte, for joining us today.
1: Amazing. Thank you